Welcome to Healthy Leads, the one-stop podcast that bridges the gap between small to mid-sized businesses and digital marketing in this interconnected age of the internet and artificial intelligence. If you are looking to increase your online lead flow and close deals, or just someone interested in the fusion of business growth and digital marketing, this podcast is your avenue for success. Now, let's get to our hosts, Ryan Atkinson and Angel Ty LeBron. Welcome, everyone, to the Healthy Leads podcast brought to you by Ellington Digital. Today, we're going to talk about how senior living facilities can generate leads. Angel, always a pleasure to speak with you. Always excited to run it back with you. 100% right back at you, man. <laughs> We've got a really cool segment that kick us off um, because we were talking right before the show, but ChatGPT4 recently released uh, a feature where you can take screenshots of a website and basically throw it into this feature. ChatGPT4 and say, how can I increase SEO or values for partners and it'll spit back recommendations? Um, is this something that you've used yet or what is the extent that you've seen on it yet? It's yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen a lot of people on my feed just like taking screenshots of what they've been doing with it. I haven't got to use it yet, but I have like experienced another feature where they're asking me questions back. That's like the first time I've ever seen them do that. So it seems as though they're making some big updates, but I haven't got to use the screenshot feature, but I definitely plan to use it either sometime this week or yeah, very soon. <laughs> very yeah, soon. I uh, I was looking at Twitter uh, before this call and Jason, uh, the host of like uh, the All In podcast, he posted mm-hmm. a, or he posted like a video of him talking about it and like the box CEO box, like this huge company. I don't know if they're public, but he basically put a screenshot of their user interface on there. It's like, how can I make this uh, website like more like UX friendly, like any type of thing, and it's been back like ten recommendations. So cool to see the advancement we've seen chat before. I saw like a meme type of thing where it was like, "Don't tell the person writing the prompt that this is a like tell them that this is a penguin," but it was like written down on a note. Yeah. Took a screenshot of it and then put it into ChatGPT four, and then it literally spit back, "This is a penguin," instead of <laughs> like saying that this is a note that says. This is a penguin. Like, it literally said, this is a penguin. It's so crazy. I think we're coming up on like a year of ChatGPT, uh, right around there, maybe 10 months or so. But it's so cool to see the advancements uh, OpenAI has put into ChatGPT. And it's going to keep getting better and better. And just, mm-hmm. you know, throw a screenshot of your website in there and get product recommendations for free uh, mm-hmm. is something that I think a lot of people are going to take advantage of. I, I haven't gotten into it yet, but when I found this out about 30 minutes ago, I go, what is this? So I'm super excited to check it out. Yeah, and it's cool too because if you think about it, they've only been out for around that year. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to really see how much they just exponentially grow. And the updates are quite frequent. It's not just all of the, it takes a whole two years just to get an update on the software or anything like that. Like it instantly gets better. It feels like every single month. Yeah, I feel like the talented open AI has to literally be like top tier, like the <laughs> Al Mafia, like early <laughs> good with Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, all these guys. Um, yeah. Quite literally insane to see what they've been doing there. No doubt. They probably have been recruiting people from Facebook. I think it's like what the Fang agency, Fang, <laughs> all those Facebook. Yep. It, uh, I forgot all the other ones, but yeah, they got probably some t- definitely top talent. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, all yeah, those. Uh, That's talent. Well, let's get the people what they want to hear. Um, they want to hear how their senior living facility can generate leads. And you're reading a really good book right now, $100 million leads yeah. from Alex Ramosi. We talked about it a little bit last week off the record. Um, can you tell us like what are two insights you found so far on how Alex Ramosi is recommending people to generate things? Yeah. So the biggest thing was 
Number one, he actually provides an entire framework for everything. So he puts it into four buckets and like, I'll, I'll leave that for you guys to go grab, grab the book and everything. But in it, it'll tell you like, okay, there's, there's multiple ways to get leads, right? There's the warm. So people that are already familiar with your business, he broke down the exact strategy on how to do that. So that alone, number one was like, oh, like I've been thinking to myself how to best get, like how to best set up a retargeting campaign, for example. And it's not yeah. always about the buttons and switches and Facebook ads or Google ads. It's about the actual strategy behind it. So in the book, he talks about, hey, you don't always even have to ask somebody, do you want to, are you interested in this? It can be something like, hey, do you know anybody that would be interested? And that is a way to just not directly ask them. And, and it also uh, incorporates referrals. So now they're telling people about you. And even if they didn't want it, they're going to tell someone else about it because, hey, you may have built a good rapport. You may have posted on social media where they find you a subject matter expert. So it goes over all that in the book. And so I think, yeah, the warm, finding out how to interact with warm audiences was the one and um, running paid ads. It really brought back my memory of uh, using lists. So like retargeting lists um, and it even qualifies what a lead is. So even a follower could be a lead. So you can upload a list of your followers as a list. So all those different strategies are my big kind of takeaways. Yeah. And it is really combining like what we talked about last week, like like lead scoring as well is like you're really just trying to get qualified leads in there. And I think the one strategy you discussed of like, hey, are you looking for this? Um, and then change that framework to, hey, do you know anyone that else is looking for this? Do you have any recommendations? Mm-hmm. Uh, one, like you said, like they might be like, yeah, I'm actually interested in that. Or like two, like, no, but I can refer you. I think that is like a super powerful tactic. Word of mouth has to be like the best ROI uh, for any marketing campaign. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, using that referral-based way to get lead is just one perfect way. And you can do this if you're in your senior living facility as well. Uh, get referrals from people that you may know uh, might be looking as well. So it, it, it is a really cool way. I need to open up this book. And and they always say that social media is like word of mouth on steroids. So yeah. <laughs> like instead of having, you can take, that one message or that one ask and deliver it to a bunch of different people that are already familiar with you. They may know, like, and trust you, which is like the main what reasons why people buy things. So social yeah. media right there is on steroids. <laughs> you can get one message out to many people. And that was the one, ta- one, one of the many tactics we'll talk about is using social media uh, for your senior living facility uh, to really get that, get that message out there. And you can use a few different ways to do this. Uh, just kind of spitballing here. One, you could like post like all the people that are having fun within your community because you know you've built an amazing community, so you might as well show it. Um, and I think that senior living facilities have a great opportunity on social media to post more about what they're doing because I feel like a lot of the, a lot of these aren't. So if you're listening and thinking, how can I do this? Just start posting. Start posting about what you like or what your guest likes um, and all that good stuff. It, it is a really powerful way and it's free. So what better way yeah. to do it? <laughs> That's the thing. It's free, but I feel like it's just some companies try to push it to the side. I think mm-hmm. it's not that important, but that's like the one way that someone can easily get get a look into your what's going on in the facility without having to actually be there. So asking them to come for a tour is a much bigger ask than just saying, hey, check out the social media where we're showing you what we do on a day to day basis or showing you how the staff interacts with the patients and things of like that. So it's it's a very easy way to display what's going on in the facility. Yeah. And of course, as you're talking, I have to pull up a little trivia for you to start us out <laughs> as well. Uh, so I'm going to throw out a statistic here and we're going to get, we're going to guess. 
So blank percent of marketers say social media marketing has helped them generate what percent would you say that is? And if you're listening, think uh-huh. about this as well. Blank percent of marketers say social media marketing has helped them generate more. I would say maybe 15%. Oh, 15, 15. it's 68. Yeah. Oh, ah, dang. <laughs> yeah. So it really is such a powerful way for people. Great guess though. Of course, everyone gives a <laughs> round of applause. It is such a powerful way for people to like really generate leads for their company is posting consistently on social media. And that's what I found in my most experience on social media is when you post consistently, that's when you're going to grow your followers and grow a loyal fan base. It's just something that you do not want to push to the side. Yeah. I, I guess in my head, when I was taking that guess, I was thinking maybe a lot of people don't believe it because they don't yeah. really do it. <laughs> like I don't see a lot of people that actually invest a whole lot of time into the social media. So in my head, I was like, oh, so that means people know it. They just are not doing it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it really is like, I know we've gotten a few leads from people that have come from social media. And if you have something set up like a HubSpot or some sort of reporting tool, you'll be able to see that. And geez, if you're posting that for free. And so it's an incredible ROI. 100%. Yeah. And I also want to talk about like one thing that also gets pushed to the side as well is an actual investment into websites. Uh, I feel like this is, again, on the digital side, but I'm seeing a lot of these like senior living facilities, but a lot of like other small businesses just push their website to the side. And that's really like the front gate into your facility and into your community. I think what the problem really is sometimes too, is that they'll have a website, but they won't have it optimized for conversions, let's say. So if they have campaigns running on email marketing, or if they have a hundred percent, if they have paid ads running, they're not making their website really conversion friendly or in a manner that would make someone want to take a specific action on the website. So I think that's where the real problem is. They'll set up a website. They might have just something thrown up, but it's not going to be optimized for a paid ads campaign or email marketing or any of the other forms of ways they're getting leads. Yeah. And can you, I want to expand on that as well. Can you like share with us like your best practices for optimizing a landing page? Yeah. So sometimes it can get into the realm of it's a lot of testing, right? So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of testing and it's going to be very dependent on what you're running. So for some facilities, they like utilizing lead magnets, right? I prefer to use a lead magnet. So I yep. may just have a landing page that's just dedicated to the lead magnet instead of sending somebody to, let's say, a service page that's all yep. about your memory care unit or anything like that. So number one is what's the actual goal that you want them to take? So mm-hmm. that's like number one in my head before I'm thinking, okay, how do I make this landing page or page in itself super tailored to yep. what the person wants and what I want them to do on the page? That's like number one. Uh, I'm not going to send them to the home page if I want them to sign up for yeah. you know a memory care or anything like that. So like that's like the biggest one. And I think like the the other biggest pitfall is this goes into the uh, lead qualification kind of thing where you can either make your form really easy or you can make the form harder. Right. So if, in my personal opinion, if it's a lead magnet, I want to make it as easy as possible. Like I want them literally to just put in their email. And they can just get the the lead magnet right to their email. And I'd rather deal with the follow-up and everything like that after. But if it's just for a direct contact for, like, contact you for a uh, memory care, just going to use use that example, then I kind of want it to be longer because I want to qualify the person. Do they have Medicare? Are they the person that's going to be living there that's filling it out or anything like that? So I think those are, like, two of my biggest ones. Yeah, and I think that is really... The question you have to ask is, is it quality or quantity that you want? Mm. Because one lady page I know that I've built before, 
Uh, basically, we just said like the offer at the top of like, hey, we'll offer you a free video for $1,500 value. All you need to do is book a meeting. We made it so simple where all you had to do was enter your email and then book something account. And our conversion rate is super high. The problem with that, it's super high, but a lot of these aren't quality leads. So it is that balance of quality and quantity. And depending on the asset, you may want to make it a little bit more challenging like you were talking about. Yeah, because I think the only thing with lead magnets, because even Alex goes over this in the book, is the fact that when more people get more interaction with their brand, so a lead magnet would be uh, any type of resource that you create, you're giving it to them and they're seeing you more as that subject matter expert. They're now familiar with what you do. Yeah. So it makes the sell or the, the, the sale, whatever you have to do, any next steps afterward, it makes it much easier. So instead of getting one person out of the 50 people they reached out to just asking them directly, hey, do you want to sign up for this or do you want yeah. to directly meet? You can you can get them the landing. You can get them the lead magnet and let's say 25 people download the lead magnet, but then you get five people that take up on that call afterwards. So there and it's just I mean, it extends the sales cycle a little bit longer, but hey, I mean, I would take five more residents for a month if even if the sales cycle is just a little bit a little yeah. bit longer. Exactly. And it is really just thinking about like, what do you want your lead magnet to be? Like what assets do you have available? What content you create and make that super strong and gated and get more leads. Um, and if you're using our recommendations with the lead scoring, like last time, um, you're, you're able to just qualify these leads, make them high quality leads and you're also getting a lot. So what do you have like uh, an example that comes to mind of like the best lead ma magnet you used before just so people can kind of brainstorm? <laughs> yeah. The best one I the best one I've run so far for that, this specific niche is a uh, webinar download. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, so, but I've been trying to do different, I've been trying to incorporate a bunch of different tests. And so far, that's the best performing one was downloading a webinar. But I've tried to do questionnaires was another one that performs well, uh, depending on what it is. But questionnaires and sometimes if you're releasing something for free, so like a free aspect of the service. Yeah, it is like it, it just gives you just a taste, you know, just like a trial run for the person where they can yep. get a sample and they're like, oh, like, OK, I would definitely pay for this. That works really well, too. So but in the book, it goes over like 10, 10 different ways you can give out uh, lead magnets. Yeah. And to reverse on that as well, if you are going to give like offer a free service, make sure include include the price tag on there because then it's way easier to quantify like, oh, my God, I'm getting something that's worth eight hundred dollars like twelve hundred dollars yep. um so that's a really big key uh let's go back to this webinar though like what was what was the webinar if someone's listening right now and they're like you know webinar is a good idea but i don't know where to start like can you tell us a little bit more what the webinar was yeah so it was for teaching people how to care for a dementia patient mm. and so the the webinar was all about that and literally the landing page all we did was at the top had who the person was it was a more of an influencer type of uh kind yeah of ad so it was one person talking and it was like the speaker the speak that she did at a facility or something like that right and so at the top of the landing page is just the headline and then we just had a short short video that kind of talks about it and then it was just a form literally the form was just name phone number email and then it was just download and that right there got i think we were paying we ran the ads on facebook and we we're paying like three dollars, five dollars per lead. <laughs> so, and it was all for speaking engagements too. Like the whole goal would be book this person for a speaking engagement. That's incredible, and yeah, that just beats to like just making it super simple. Um, and webinars, 
So we've hit on social media and website. And I actually want to talk about another content or another uh, aspect that leads into this is uh, content marketing. So we talked about social media, website, but also have great content marketing. And that's doing webinars, informative blog posts, articles, and guides related to senior living, aging, health, and wellness. And I think this is a really good opportunity because a lot of people that might make the decision on where that person's going to live is going to be able to navigate a website enough to be able to like download this ebook to talk about what to think about when you're placing your your parents in a single living facility. So I think that's a really great opportunity as well. Yeah. And it just goes back to the point. The same reason I was saying social media is good is because it gives someone that glimpse into your facility. So if you can release more content, the better someone's going to trust you. And they are yeah. making this decision based on trust, really, is what it comes down to. Do they trust your facility to take care of? If it's the person actually applying, then can you take care of me or can you take care of my loved one or a patient or however that person knows the other one. Yeah. And I want to hit on that as well, because at the end of the day, what you're trying to do with any of these tactics is build trust and provide like a high quality environment. Because um, that's how you're going to build your reputation, how it's going to actually be like, I trust you to take care of my parent or take care of myself. And so building trust in an authentic way through your content marketing, through social media, through website is so key for seniors. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I, I think anyone can attest to that. Like, yeah. like I'm not going to put my mom in a place that I don't know. Not that I would even do that yet, but. Exactly. <laughs> Are there some ways that you, um, I'll, I'll just spit a ball. Like one way to build trust is really to like show like the emotion people have, like uh, through your social media, through your website, through content. Like people are having a good time. They're interacting with each other or like they're getting great meals. Uh, I think that's one way to like really build trust. Um, and then publishing that. But is there any other ways that come to mind for you to build trust? I mean, I think the biggest way is getting people that are at the facility to talk for you. <laughs> like, that's like the number one way is like anyone who's there yeah. currently or even past residents, maybe they switched over to a different type of care, like in-home yeah. care or anything like that. If you can get a testimonial, you can get some type of showing them how their day is. Like, I think I've never seen this before on any of those senior living facilities, but like a day in the life. Like I love, I used to love watching those videos as, as far as a like career wise, but I can imagine, you know, what would be a day in the life of a person that lives here? You know, oh, they wake up in the morning, breakfast is continental, breakfast is fully yeah, served, yeah. you know, I feel like it's chess average. night, yeah, yeah, like chess night on Monday and I don't know, bingo, <laughs> you know, so like if you could show the entire process, I think that's gonna, that right there would be like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect way to, to, to incite some trust. Yeah. And so I'd be thinking, yeah, like that sounds great, but it's super expensive. Like we can't hire video production. It really is as simple as like shooting it on iPhone. Hate to do the, the commercial itself. <laughs> shoot on an iPhone and put it together. People want to see like what their day is going to actually look like. So Angel, I love, love, love that one. Yeah. And, and the fact that people say that it's so expensive, I've literally, have, I've seen, are you familiar with Casey Neistat? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The YouTuber? He yeah, filmed yeah. most of his stuff with just a phone. Like he went for a little while just filming with a phone. So it's not like it's not possible. <laughs> like these phones have the power of a DSLR camera. So there's really yeah. no excuse. You could just pick up your phone and just shoot a video. I mean, attach a GoPro to one of the, the residents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it really is. And then once you get that asset, put it, put it out there for people to see like, hey, Cindy from our senior, senior living community loves our continental breakfast she loves chestnut mm -hmm. on tuesday nights she loves bingo on wednesday nights 
Um, and really just show that experience of like what it's like interacting with the caregivers, interacting with other people there. Uh, that sounds like a, a great lead tagging itself. Honestly, mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. You were mentioning sports. Have you ever played a pickleball yet? Oh, I love pickleball. I, have my own- <laughs> I love pickleball. <laughs> this, this is one sport I've been wanting to try. I don't know why I've just been seeing it so much, but oh, I yeah. just keep seeing it on Instagram. Everyone's playing pickleball. I'm like, I need to, I need to experience this because I don't know what's so interesting about it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like, I, well, I have my own net and my own paddle. So I do, I will mm. say, I do love the sport of pickleball. But like, like you're talking about, like you're seeing so many people do it and interact. And like everyone's always having a good time and it, you're able to build that trust and it makes you want to do it, makes you want to go to the senior living facility. Yeah. Like you want to go play pickleball. Um, so yeah, it's a really powerful way. So we've talked about social media, website, content marketing, how to build trust. Uh, but I also want to pick your brain and I, and I think I know you're an expert at, uh, let's mm. talk about paid advertising. Is there any specific ideas, ways that you've used in the past on how senior living facilities have used paid advertising to really help book meetings? Yeah. So, yeah. So the number one would be get the website in order, yeah. right? If I'm sending traffic to a website, make sure that it's fully optimized for the campaign in itself. Um, then I started using lead magnets a lot more ever since reading. Ever since reading that book. So yeah. I'm a hundred percent advocate for lead magnets. But if if you don't have any resources ready, I mean I prefer to have everything in order before I start spending money on a campaign, but it can still work if you're sending them to a service page where you're just talking about the services. But lead magnets, hundred percent, you're gonna get a higher conversion rate and you're gonna be able to get more tours or whatever that secondary uh conversion is you'll get a lot more having something in place where it labels you as a subject matter expert. So I did that and I prefer Google ads, but you can also, you know, Facebook ads is going to work as well, but I just like using the intent base, especially if you don't have a lot of budget. Yeah. It's usually better to start, start out on Google ads because there's the intent. Like if someone's searching, um, memory care facility in Los Angeles or my mom recently fell or is getting out of rehab, you know, I need, a living care or something like that, you know? So I like the intent based on Google ads. And then it's just as simple as just actually monitoring your campaign, ensuring that there's not, uh, you're showing up for the wrong type of keywords or anything like that. So I mean, that's, that's like the, I guess the real overhead strategy of, of what I usually do. Yeah. And I do love the intent base that you can use. Cause like a lot of senior living facilities and everything and like, and like, we don't really have the budget to do this, but like we want to mm-hmm. do it. And it is really starting out that intent base, uh, keyword search because you're just going to get quality leads. It might not be quantity, yes. but you are going to get quality leads. And that's what you're talking about throughout this episode is that balance between quantity and quality. Yeah. Especially if like, you're going to first start out is usually going to be even better to go for keywords that you know are just like super specific bottom of the funnel yeah people literally already ready to go they're just searching for a place where (laughs) they're just looking to to get that tour in you know like oh i'm ready to book this tour i already made a decision that i want my family member at a facility of some type but i just need on friday night i just need to go to a tour so those are the people they really want to target uh and that high intent is really going to be like senior living facilities near me tour or something like yeah, that near me like that so definitely do your research on it reach out to Angel as well on it because he's <laughs> a master on it um, but that will really wrap us up for today we talked about social media we talked about website content marketing moving through waning pages in there 
um, and then also paid advertising. So those are a few different ways you guys can generate leads if you are a senior living facility. Angel, like I said at the beginning, always a pleasure to be with you and always a pleasure to talk to you. 100% right back at you. And everyone, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, everywhere where you get your podcasts and check us out at ellingtondigital.com. Thank you so much. I'm going.